0: Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean.
1: Welcome, 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 welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Jonathan Arturo Sides. And that is Thomas the Flapjack Master Sides. I had to think on the
0: fly there. How would I do?
1: I know it's not bad. I mean, you know, you keep on beating this whole Flapjack joke like like a dead horse. But, hey, between you, Kieran, and Addison, it's going to stick one day. <laughs> That's that, funny. I'm worried now that if I um, go and visit him now, he's just going to call me Flapjacks the whole time. And other people are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing calling him Flapjacks? <laughs> And because like I'm Godfather to his son and Uncle Tom, I think I'm slowly going to turn into Uncle Flapjacks.
0: That's pretty cool. I mean, it's a pretty cool nickname.
1: You put me on the spot I'm taking the worst times of taking sips of coffee because that was just like ah, ah sorry. <laughs> the so reason I, want- I
0: think it's a good nickname is because pancakes are sweet, just like you.
1: Thanks, buddy. I yeah, really appreciate
0: that. I look at it as that kind of way, but. It is what it is. How you been doing?
1: I've been doing all right, man. Uh, things are on the rise. I'm still in that like job limbo of like, it, but it's, the cool thing is not it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. Yeah. So I had a job interview for a different promotion. Past that, so now it's just going to be like, hey, just give me one, and I'll take it, and then I'll start my new life.
0: That's awesome. It's kind of hard being in limbo. We've talked about it lots in the podcast because. You have been a man in limbo through a lot of our episodes because of your like adventurous spirit of wanting to you know spread your wings in different ways, right? It's
1: um like it's not necessarily like like it is usually like a what's over there, but in this case, it's just I want more money. Yeah, and the only place to get more money is by going over there. So I guess I'll go over there. I mean, that makes sense. Like, like it made sense to come to Fredericton at the time where like i had a place to crash on my aunt and uncles who were amazing to me let me stay for like a month you know I, honestly if i stayed for four months i think they would have been happy about it like uh, like yeah uh, bless them yeah that's super awesome but um but like with all this so it's been nice and i gotten like close to my aunt and uncle been hanging out with my cousin quite a bit you know it, it's been it's been pretty sweet but now like like these golden opportunities are coming up i'm like fuck it i want it i want to go to there and i'm gonna make it happen and then yeah so yeah i'm just riding this wave of hopeful success
0: for sure it's good to chase the dream if you don't chase a dream in life then you're just living your days you know yeah life's, exactly. short. life's short as we know so
1: and and it helps with like there's things i want to do like I'm, I'm i got vacation time coming up um and i'm toying with the idea of just going to like nashville for a weekend cool. nothing crazy yeah. I mean, like, with the discount on the flight, the flight's cheap. We I mean, have, like, special discount codes for hotels, so that would be pretty cheap. Uh, I've got some, like, stock options I'm debating cashing out just for extra funds that I can... Nice. I still, I'm still in the program, so it's not like... But it's, like, extra money on the side here that I might just use for vacation purposes. That's sweet. And then I'm going to, like, maybe try and catch a Predators game. I've always wanted to go to that arena. It looks like a sick vibe. That's cool.
0: I like that you're a man of many sports. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. You you're like I want to see the national reading because it looks fucking dope. And mm-hmm. I'm like I've seen them play them. I never really paid attention. It's I would be awesome to see the Oilers play another team in another city in their city to be that
1: guy. I would enjoy that for sure. No, yeah, but the, like like I'm also a fan of sport. So like, you are yeah. So just to see like the game I want to see is Nashville versus St. Louis. Okay, they have so a like, rivalry. No. Okay. I mean they might. I don't know okay. how they feel about each other personally, it's the, uh, but it's just, I know they're two good teams and be, uh, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. That and makes the sense. The game's at like 1130 in the morning. And so like local time. So like the way I see it is like uh, I go out the night before maybe get a place like stay in a hotel downtown, check out some scenery, get some barbecue, check out a local pub, take it easy, go get a good night's rest go hard that morning get like a nice big breakfast in me get a couple of it's not Canada so they don't do Caesars but they will do um Bloody Mary's so I get a couple bloody Mary's in my system uber it on to the to the to the arena maybe hopefully they're tailgating join that like so I'm hoping like like be up and at them by like 7 30 get started early and then get to the arena for 10 30 see what's see what's happening get puck drops at 11.30. 30.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. Fun way to do it. Yeah. For sure. And then
1: you just lean into the rest of the day. Like Nashville is known for its music. So I figured like throw a rock. I'll find some dope live music. That's if for I sure. See anyone with a banjo. I'm stopping and checking it out.
0: Oh, definitely. It's cool. Like I would love to go to Nashville at some point in my life just because of the musical aspect, like bar hopping there means you're going to see like 10 different live musicians that night you know how Mm -hmm. exciting would that be or you just pick a spot and you know sit down and see what kind of show you're gonna see i love live music i miss live music
1: so also with my luck though like i'll probably have to move to halifax in that time so we'll see what happens there but it's but it's what i'm debating like i have vacation time in early march so i'm debating just going then
0: nice yeah it's kind of exciting to have something to look forward to like that
1: well, I mean, like, I'm trying to get uh my buddy Morgan in, uh, to come, too. Yeah. A little on the fence. Rightfully so. I mean, like, to, to throw money on any adventure, especially, like, he's going through a move, too. So I, I kind of understand it. But, ah, oh, man, it would be, like, doing, like, I want to be able to do dope. I have no problem with doing dope shit on my own. But what's the point of doing, doing cool stuff if you don't share it with somebody, right?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. It's nice to have someone to share the memory with.
1: hmm
0: Worst case scenario I mean share it with yourself which is fine too like you said but it's it would be cool to have a bro with you in that kind of an adventure.
1: Yeah like we went to Nashville we saw hockey and we met these people we did that we fucking checked out the country music hall of fame for no reason like for sure I'm not a country music guy but I don't aside from Willie Nelson I have no idea who's in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah there'd be some cool shit. It'd be fun to see for me. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't like gravitate towards that, but you'd see like the Johnny Cash stuff, the Dolly Parton stuff. Like that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? And the history behind it. Right.
1: Exactly. So like, I don't know if like the, uh, the, the music hall of fame is what I'm going to do. I was just like an idea, but like, yeah. Live music is definite. Like there's, I've been looking at like, I have 24 hours in Nashville. What do I do? Kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Food. That's a big one. Fucking. Yeah, it's a big
1: one, but also like yeah. I like to do like I want to like rub elbows with some locals and see what's up. Nice. Yeah, you know, So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Podcast dude. in Nashville. Yeah,
0: yeah. That'd be sweet. Mm. Get some American uh, emails coming our way.
1: Yeah. So Sean, I can't help but notice, but your face is naked.
0: It is naked. Yeah. It's uh it was time like. I, I have this tendency sometimes where I grow, like, I grow a beard just because I think it looks nice, but then I let it get out of control as what I like to refer to as a depression beard. And so, obviously, with a tough start to this year, losing my mom and all that jazz it became a disgusting, filthy depression beard. And that's how I viewed it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I need to see myself again. I need to like see Sean again,
1: because
0: I know things are going to be okay. It's gonna life's gonna go on. And I just needed a fresh, clean slate to start out with again. That's kind of my reasoning behind shaving. If I'm not gonna lie. Look at
1: you. It's like, uh, it's kind of heartwarming, to be honest. Is it nice? Well, yeah, it just
0: i don't know there comes a time when you just need to see yourself again i for me personally i did like rocking the beard i like crystal was like you shaved your beard like oh man i like the beard
1: (laughs) i I have a hard time with uh, getting rid of the beard on my end mostly because my head is fucking round and it's just like hey who invited the fat face oh that's me (laughs)
0: it adds depth is what you're saying
1: Yeah. And that's the same reason why I don't shave my head. I used to shave my head when I was a kid, like well into my teenage years until one day I looked at my shadow and I looked like a men's washroom sign. It was just like, Oh, (laughs) that's what my head is. It's just a full circle.
0: That's funny. It's hard to come to these realizations sometimes about ourselves. And when we do, we're like, it's like, whatever makes you comfortable in the end, you know, like I often say that um, in response to like, how's my hair look like, are you happy with it? Cool. Then that's all that matters. You know, because yes. you want people to be happy with how they represent themselves in the world, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more.
0: It's tricky with uh things like that. It's funny because like I've, like I said, I've grown a beard lots. This is the first time that I had a beard where I like manicured it, kind of cleaned it up on a weekly basis. And it was, it was getting pretty thick. Like one thing I noticed that I, missed immediately well two things one it's fucking freezing cold now and my goddamn naked face is freezing yeah that's hard number two is that wearing a face mask at work all the time when you have like an inch of hair it creates this breathing barrier inside your own mask (laughs) when you take it away it was like suctioning to my fucking face i I couldn't fucking breathe it got bad but i figured it out
1: so did you shave it yourself or did you go to a barber i shaved it myself yeah I will say this I fucking love a hot shave you should have abused that power
0: yeah I thought about it but I just sometimes you need to do things for yourself and it was like obviously I like getting a clean shave like a barber shave as well this because of the situation that I was saying like as to why I cut it it was like I needed to do it you know what I mean
1: it was fair enough
0: didn't cut my face so that's nice fuck you it's always annoying when you slice your face up.
1: I'm I i only swearing at you because I mentioned time and time again that every single time I shave my face, I tend to cut it. I even got like a comment from your dad once when I'm just like put out on Facebook, one of these days I'm going to learn to shave my face and not cut it. And like your dad's like, it comes with time. I'm just... <laughs> I have to
0: say you're a fucking asshole for ruining my life and telling me about the turnaround thing. <laughs> it fucking kills me. It just kills right, eh? me. Oh, like, and I've talked to him about it to like, tell him, you know, and be like, dad, like, you know,
1: don't take it away from him. No, I'm not taking away from
0: him. He's just old and now like, I just, he turns around a lot when I'm talking to him on the phone and you, Indiana, you shattered that layer of glass in my head that protected me from hearing that for my whole life. (laughs) Now that I know it, I just can't unknow it. (laughs) (laughs) Like dad, like you're going to get fucking dizzy. Stop turning around.
1: Hey man, I'm a big fan of the Tamaz- Tasmanian devil. So like, just let him get to his destination. It's true. It always makes his hair look nice, at least. Yeah, exactly. Your dad's a sweetheart. <laughs> Don't take away his little like. See, when I brought it to your attention, it wasn't a way to be like, "Look at what this guy does." I was like, "Look at the sweet little thing." He's got like a catchphrase.
0: Yeah, it was endearing in a sense, for sure. It My was. dad does definitely has his catchphrases. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. So. You know, don't take it away from the guy. It's one of those no. sweet things. I just how I know your dad's okay. The more he spends the more he's doing all right.
0: That's true, that's true. It was kind of funny because he uh he started to grow a beard. Oh, yeah. He, just, he needed a change, you know. He's been clean shaven for a long ass time and was like, I think I, I think I might try something new just to you know give himself something to do. But he calls me the other night and he's like, I shaved my beard off, and I was like, Oh, did you? He's like i don't remember it being this fucking itchy he's like it's been 30 years since i grew a beard he, i was standing in the bathroom with a hairbrush scratching my face so i didn't rip my face apart with my nails he was it's funny like,
1: it's two days
0: yeah well he was like you get the first itch which he got through and this was yeah. the second itch where the hairs start to thicken and really push through and that's why so he couldn't do it here's what, he, you
1: gotta, here's what you gotta do if he wants to go for it again encourage it get them some beard oils get them on like a little comb and stuff encourage the encourage the hobby turn it into a hobby because that like the oils and stuff tend to always like help me out and then like you know it helps with the scratchiness and the whatever and the what have you because it's all also it's because it's like dry and all that yeah so get him some beard oils um and just like encourage the behavior because <laughs> it, i think weird uncle steve some... with the beard's gonna look dope
0: he looks handsome with the beard he grows a nice beard and it's like sexily white now Ooh, yeah he's got like white patches like a nick fury style look going on and it was interesting it was kind of like a you know and he's through going through the morning process right now and he's like you know, maybe i'll make a change but then like i said he was like i did this for a reason and he's like i i want to be clean shaven i'm that's just who i am and i was like yeah, i understand that dad he might try again one day
1: Uncle Steve, if you want to go for a beard again, get yourself some sweet beard oils. Treat yourself. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah.
0: So I have like a tiny bone to pick, not with you, but with the Edmonton Oilers organization slash the NHL. You know, I'm a diehard Oilers fan. It's no secret.
1: No, yeah, you can't so, even mention another team around you.
0: No, like you can. I just, it's hard. Like I do respect hockey. I like to say that I'm a hockey fan first and then an Oilers fan but when I say that, I feel like I'm lying a little bit. I think I'm an Oilers fan and then a hockey fan, but it like, it feels really good when team Canada would play with the superstars. Cause I could like cheer for these guys and be like Crosby. I could be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Crosby, and it felt good to cheer for him, but it doesn't feel right elsewhere. I am mean, a hot fan of hockey because I, you know, watching Ovechkin raise the cup was like amazing in those moments. Right. But I cannot handle the commentators that we have for the Edmonton Oilers, Louis DeBresque, is okay ish. And Jack Michaels, Jack Michaels is newer. I just, man, that guy, he just annoys the shit out of me. Like I know he's trying and I don't mean to like shit on someone who's like landed this role. He's happy. I think he hates the Oilers. I'm pretty sure he does like, he just sounds so happy when we're losing and sounds so upset when we're winning and it's hard to sit through. And Louis DeBras like used to be an oiler. He fucking played for the Oilers and he knows like, I guess what's right and what's wrong. Like a fucking expert. Cause they hired him as a commentator, but God damn it. Like sometimes listening to these two is so painful to me. I don't know if you've had them on your broadcast, but.
1: Um, I wouldn't know them by name, honestly. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, this guy that you don't like right now is he doing the play-by-play or is he doing the color he does the color commentary so it's just like oh this player from this town what a great like pick yeah up well they kind
0: of switch back and forth like doing the play-to-plays you yeah. know what i mean yeah it's kind of a team uh, t- tag team combo but... weird
1: because usually you get the one guy that goes like focusing on this and then like whenever there's like a dead air or something this guy will come in and go like oh funny yeah talk about this or
0: no they they kind of switch hit but I would say he does more color commentary, but like little things like one of the, I can't, I didn't write down enough um, examples. Sorry. I couldn't speak for a second there. One of the things that bothers me, he waits and watches for the one minute, 42nd mark of each period, just so he can say there's 100 seconds left to play in the period. And just like, it's so fucking annoying. And like every, a lot of people I've talked to feel the same way. And it's, you know, I would never, what's that? Sorry. It's a dumb detail. It's a dumb detail. And it's just there's a lot of it. And the stupid sayings like some of it's fun where you're like, yeah, but he's just like, why do you hate the Oilers? Why did you take this fucking job if you hate the Oilers so much? And I like I said, I don't mean to hate on the guy. It's just show a little bit of support when the guys are down. Oh, they're just playing like garbage tonight and they're terrible. And I don't need to fucking hear that. I'm watching the game too, you know, focus on like something, you know, positive and, you know, in a light. It's just it sounds like they're the fans who would throw their jersey on the ice when the Oilers lose five Understand. games.
1: And now they, they got Mike Smith back. They won the other night. Like, they killed it. 7-3 against yeah. Um, who they play? Anaheim uh, last night. Anaheim. Fucking yeah. killing it.
0: No, and so, that's what fra- – And he just sounded depressed. Like, he was literally – It was 7-3, and he's like, you know, the Ducks still have a chance to come back here. They just need to, like, work on – And I'm like, are you fucking, like, kidding me right now? You – just so, He just bothers me. So,
1: I think you also have to understand that the job entails like a lot of time filling. Yeah. So there's things to do. It, there's things, there's things in there about. that you got to learn. Like uh, yeah. what I hated, who I hated watching was on the CBC broadcast was Bob Cole. He's okay. since retired and I'm grateful for it because he hates the Montreal Canadians so much that while calling the game, he'll point out mistakes that didn't happen.
0: Yeah. And that's the way this fucking guy is to Same so, like, example.
1: So, like, uh, like, back in the day when P.K. Subban, like, I remember this vividly. uh um, oh, P.K. Subban struggling to get the pass just receives the normal pass. There was nothing. <laughs> you're adding in struggles for no reason. Yeah. Like, you're just, like, there's a little, like, taste of favoritism throughout this. This is why I love watching uh, hockey in French. For one, they're, like, Spanish soccer announcers. They just fucking love it. They go crazy when there's a goal. I like that, yeah. Nice. That and like I understand French, but they're going so fast that it's done like at fast forward. So you're catching every like four or fifth word. You're just like, all right, yeah, yeah, fucking <laughs> I know that name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's just like so there adds like that extra excitement. So I, I don't know if there's an RDS or like a French broadcast of the Edmonton Oilers. I would I, I would I would insist on switching. For one, you'll get to pick up a few French words. Good for you. You're cultured. Two. You don't understand what's going on. You can't get bothered by what they're saying. Pretty much, there is actually. Sorry, there's three. Go ahead. Yeah. Three. When they score a goal, you will fucking know about it, and <laughs> you will get really excited. And I gotta say, I will. I prefer Elabu over he he shoots and scores.
0: As like, like Abou, That sounds like fun yeah. to say, yeah.
1: Because like it's just a fun thing. Like uh, like the example of like. All right, Gretzky takes a shot. He shoots he scores like it's crazy exciting. But if you go Greski like
0: I just like I, I don't know. It just it sounds like fun, yeah. Yeah. I uh I don't get French broadcasts, but I do get Punjabi broadcasts, and I used to so be exciting. French. I have done it in Punjabi and it's really fun. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and just like the excitement level. And it's, it was fun to watch. Like I did at the time it was when I was much younger and we didn't have money for our cable bills. So we got a few free channels every month and the Punjabi channel was one of them and they broadcast the hockey games. And so I got into that, but yeah, I don't know what to say. Like, It's just a tough thing. Like, I was blessed. We were all blessed in Edmonton to have Rod Phillips on uh, 630 Chad, the local radio station, because that guy loved the Oilers, loved them. And it was like a joy to listen to his broadcast. He almost died when Gretzky scored uh, 50 goals in 39 games because he almost fell out of the broadcast booth and fell onto the ice. And I guess his partner caught him right before he fell kind of thing. That excitement level, like you were talking about with the French broadcasters. That's what I want. Like just give us something. Show us that you give a shit about the team that you're calling. You know what I mean?
1: No, exactly. Like that makes perfect sense to me. I'm looking up this guy who I just recently heard an interview with uh who does the ched now. Like he's like a very insightful guy. His name eludes me right now. Um
0: I don't mind the radio guys, but it just doesn't line up like it used to line up when there was cable TV, you plugged into your wall, the radio and the TV would line up. But now that it's gone digital, there is not a connection between the two. So you have to listen to it behind or ahead. You don't have that delay time matching up. Otherwise, I would just put the radio on and listen to it.
1: That's fair. Which um... I used to
0: do. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things. It's tough when you don't. And it's all that I don't like the guy. He seems like a nice guy. It just fucking pisses me off. And like Crystal watches hockey, but she's not a big as big a hockey fan as me when it comes to like the dedication level of watching it. Sorry, Crystal, but she can't stand him either. She was like, she was the one who brought it up that I should rant about this to you on the podcast. Is a good topic yeah. idea because like, so fuck you don't this have guy. to
1: bother her about it. What's that? Sorry, they don't have to bother her about it.
0: No, she's bothered by it too. Is the thing she's yeah. like. This guy's fucking bullshit. Like, why do they hire guys that hate the Oilers?
1: Yeah. What about Bob Stauffer?
0: I'm aware of Bob Stoffer. I'm not the biggest fan of yeah. His. I just heard
1: an interview with him. He was the one I was talking about. And like his insights into the Oilers is pretty top notch. I don't know if he does like if he I don't know if he does the game where he just reports on the Oilers, but I, I think love. he just
0: reports afterwards. Yeah, his
1: his insights in the game. You know who I really enjoy? And you only see him around uh World Juniors or any women's tournament. Gord miller i find is such an underrated uh um, underrated uh, co- uh, co- uh color commentator or commentator for hockey i thought i think he's unreal
0: yeah I, i'm sure i've heard him but the name does, like the name sounds he's mostly familiar, on all
1: tsn broadcasts he's on TSN. okay i'm sure i've heard him then. if you google Gord miller and like you watched any tsn in the last like 40 years you would know him this guy. yeah yeah, that makes sense yeah oh, that's my rant
0: commentators enjoy the team you're fucking working for why hire him
1: yeah i guess you know it's just the way it is i think they go for entertainment value misery loves company and it's you know it's not the ideal time to be an oilers fan but i think i think you're gonna see a resurgence in the oilers yeah some cool good. things happening uh i think they're in the market to make some big trades before the deadline maybe if they get half decent goaltending they'll go far in the playoffs
0: they will that's yeah. the thing they
1: need. You're you're killing it, like you have a solid D, you have a solid offense picking up a Vander Kane was genius.
0: That was a good you know? play.
1: And like I don't want to shit on the goalies because it's a hard position to play. But right now, you're you're not deep in goaltenders. No. And Mike Smith, yeah, he's up there in age, but he's been injury prone. Yeah, he had a great game the other day. Yeah, congrats. Welcome back, Mike Smith. But like we need you a whole season, we don't need you.
0: No, and that's just it. Like, he's a 40-year-old goaltender. We do have, like, some promising things like um, Stuart Skinner, our third backup when Koskinen was out with COVID. He had a shutout, yeah. and he's he's a good goaltender. It's just that the defense had sold him out a few of his early games. Yeah. Like, I like the kid, you know, but I don't think he's necessarily ready to take us on a deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be sad if we were able to work something out for, like, a decent goaltender. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't want to give up too much for it because – we're in a good place right now like it's we we have a team that can be very offensively striking we have a team that can do a little bit of defensive lockdown and the new coaching change is we'll see it's so hard to tell in the sport of any sport any team you can have all the best on your team and still not win the fucking cup right no 100% so it's just one of those things but it's been, it's been fun to watch i'm never a hate like i never give up i never am a hater i'll you never be give up never until surrender the day I die. what's that
1: never give up never surrender
0: No, exactly. And that's just how I feel. I'm not a bandwagon fan. A lot of people out there are bandwagon fans, and I like to remind them when they're like, Oh, the fuck, I'm not fucking turning on my TV anymore because the oilers lost four games in a row. And I'm like, No. no. It's just because you're not a real like hockey fan. You're not a real I'm a
1: Habs fan, but I'm also like like I'm also a big hockey fan. So I have no problem with having a hockey jersey that isn't Montreal or Edmonton. Yeah. I don't I don't see like I'm like I'm a we talked about it last week. I'm a collector of all things. So for sure. Like if I go to Nashville. I am toying if I have like if it's in the budget, I'll probably treat myself to a Predators jersey because why not? Like, it's a great souvenir. I went to the game. I saw this. I did that. I'm going to come back on the podcast and I'll just rock a fucking Predators jersey. Be like, this is what I did on my trip, buddy.
0: Jerseys are sexy. Like, let's be real. They're nice. It's a nice piece piece of clothing. I'll never own another hockey jersey other than Edmonton Oilers and Team Canada. But that's even like,
1: like as a souvenir. Like if you went to Anaheim, you did Disneyland and then boom, you caught the Ducks game you're not going to be like give me a little something
0: like i mean no not something from that team personally like i don't know I, i'm a it's like a crips and bloods type thing If I'm walking through a crip neighborhood, I'm not going to put a red bandana or a blue bandana on if I'm a blood. If I'm a blood, I'm not going to put a blue bandana on when I'm in a crip neighborhood. These are very
1: different examples, though. I'm going to be wearing
0: my colors and I'm going to represent.
1: No one has ever murdered anyone for the name of the Edmonton Oilers.
0: You can't say that for sure. I'm going to do some serious Googling later. I'm sure there's been a dispute somewhere. where, In the name
1: of Wayne Gretzky, I stabbed (laughs) (laughs) him.
0: How dare you? (laughs) No, it's possible. I'm not saying it didn't happen, though. We don't know for sure.
1: How do you feel about the coaching change?
0: I like it. Like, I'm a little bit sad. Like, I didn't hate Tippett, but obviously something was going on behind the scenes that we don't know about for him to get turfed. Um, Jay Woodcroft has come in. He's won three games in a row with the team. He's a younger guy with a younger perspective. We've had a lot of, uh, how do I put this gently, crusty old men as our coaches for the last many years, switching between the crusty old guys. This is a new young guy with a different perspective who's also been working with all of our younger players for the last many years.
1: Hasn't McDavid had like four coaches in five years? I think it's five now in six years, yeah.
0: Something ridiculous.
1: ridiculous. Nugent Hopkins has had 11 coaches in 12 years.
0: Yeah, it's something ridiculous like that. It is what it is like. Sometimes you need to find the right fit. And some of the like signings of the, of the coaches, coaches, sorry, I got a little English there for a second. Um, some of the coaching staff that we hired was literally just interim coaches till the end of the season. Cause we had to fire our coach cause it wasn't working and the fans are demanding it and all that jazz. I personally, I didn't think they needed to quit on Tippett at the time, but I also don't know what's going on in the locker room or the dressing room. And now that I see the change that's kind of happened after they fired him, I'm like, well, maybe it was
1: time. Yeah also like our and the montreal canadians they changed their coach too like i'm i'm stu- stoked marty st Louis now the head coach of the montreal canadians they brought the yeah. McA- cavalier into the office so like i don't know why we're having a tampa bay lightning reunion but huh. i mean i'm stoked about it like some great hockey minds and one thing that marty st Louis said in an interview recently is that he wants the players that can be creative to be creative where dominic Ducharme had everyone playing a system they're like eight and like 30 like there's no like if the system's not working it's not fucking working but if you're yeah. like you got some skilled players on the montreal canadians let them like you get a young player like cole caulfield that isn't working in the system but if but if you see him let him play hockey maybe he's going to create and get creative do some fun stuff create goals like that's what the game's all about so i'm yeah. interested to see how it pays off in the tail end of the season here I do want Montreal to draft well, so I would like to see them, uh, you know, kind of tank the rest of the season so like <laughs> they much. get a decent pick. But then, like, also the Toffoli trade, I think, was pretty legit. I like what we got.
0: Um, it was interesting. I was – because they yeah. just signed him last
1: year, didn't they? Well, I think uh, – no, they, they've had Toffoli for two seasons now. Two seasons? Okay, yeah. They, I knew it wasn't too long. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, like that move, I think helps out in the long scheme. Like, I don't think the Canadians need to rebuild. I do think that they got to make some serious reevaluations with, uh, like, goaltending is going to be an issue in the coming years. Yeah, um, Toffoli was probably, from what I read, he was the leader of the Montreal Canadiens without wearing a C. So it's hard to see a guy like him go. But what it opens up is that we get a 2022 first-round draft pick. Uh, I think guaranteed top ten or something like that. Yeah, they had some pretty good things out of it. Yeah, and then we got Pitlake out of Calgary and then a decent uh in a decent uh what's the word a decent prospect out of Calgary too. Yeah, and then a fourth round pick in 2024 or whatever the fuck it was. So like there's things that are like there's positives here. So with the way the Montreal Canadians are going, I don't think it's a bad trade. I'm not mad at it. So yeah,
0: for sure. There's nothing wrong with uh Making moves like that sometimes. You well, you, I
1: think you have to when you're in a position that you're in. You got to look at cap space. You got to look at all these things. Yeah, and going forward, where you're going to need to make room, and also your last place in the season, uh, in the, the season, and you're on the going into like the last half of the the season. Like you're not going to make a last minute playoff run, so you might as well start tweaking now, and then the ones that you can you can sell off a good player get some decent picks back it's the, old,
0: it's the old story are you buying are you selling and yeah. sometimes as a business you got to buy or you got to sell and they're in this position where they had to sell
1: yeah no i get it
0: but no hockey's fun and like i like watching hockey i've enjoyed like oh congrats to the uh canadian olympic team who won gold
1: the women's team, fuck they, yeah. they're amazing hockey players. They're the
0: Canadian team, man. I love the women's hockey when it comes to the Olympics. It's, like, my favorite well, Even part. then,
1: like, the yearly tournament that they do, which is now being rescheduled, at least the U18 tournament being rescheduled. Yeah. Like, which is cool. Like, it's all skill that, that women's hockey that, that yeah. they play because there's no, like, body contact and all that. Although, I do feel like they could. Like, I don't understand oh, yeah. this rule of women not having... No, it's contact. a
0: stupid old-fashioned like, rule.
1: Yeah, like... I would love to see women play full, full contact with visors yeah. and shit. I don't understand why we have this classification of like, let them play with visors if they want to. Like, what's the difference? Yeah. Like, I guess, it okay. shouldn't
0: it, We shouldn't. We're past the point. I hope that we're getting past the point and, where there has to be different rules for men's and women's. Like we can't have the girls hitting each other. They'll get hurt. We can't have the girls fighting each other. They'll Like fuck off, grow up. It's fucking hockey. Let them play the same sport, the same rules.
1: Yeah. But again, but that being said, you got to look at like the skill level of what they do. Because when you take away that hitting game,
0: yeah, it's all skill. It is
1: amazing what they can do with the puck. For sure. And it's, you know, I'm all for it. Like it. And what it does, I, what I, what I love about this is I think it's going to only create more help for the WNHL because there is one. Yeah. it's ignored and it's not treated well and i feel like with the buzz of the canadian olympic team or the women's olympic team always have and, and it's always uh competitive hockey there's yeah. no like blowouts there's no like no it's it's competition through and through like and it's entertaining it's good hockey yeah like, and then the nhl they i like when they do those things like the, a couple of years ago with the all-star game or the uh Skills competition, they brought in some of the women Olympic players to take part in the the speed, uh the, the speed challenges and all that stuff. Fucking yeah. why not give them attention? Like let's yeah. let's put some money like I want to see the NHL invest a little bit in the W A NHL. Let's see like what's going on here. Cause I feel like if it's marketed properly, we they, this could be a money-making thing.
0: For sure. Well, and it's like I look at it now looking back being a UFC fan for as many years as I was, I was like a big fan of the UFC before women were allowed to fight in the UFC. And then mm-hmm. it took a like star with charisma to come through. And now it's just a normal part of life, you know, and they, they're talented athletes that deserve, they just need someone to plug them, you know?
1: Yeah. That's Much it. like us. If you're a talented, famous person, plug us, please.
0: Yeah. No shit. Share us, tell us whatever you do what you gotta do. We're here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So no, uh, congratulations to the uh, women's Olympic hockey team. I want to see us do a little bit. uh, I want to see a couple more gold medals for us. Also shout out to the men's hockey team. One thing I will say about what's cool about our women's Olympic hockey team, they have been structurally sound as the same team for kind of a few years now, give or take a few players. Yeah. Um, Like at its core, I think it's always been the similar team as it grows and grows. So I think these women have kind of played together for years. Whereas, we went into the Olympics this year thinking we're going to get NHL players. And then we,
0: yeah, we got fucked.
1: I wouldn't say that, but I, I would say that.
0: that I'd say that hard. We've lost out on all the memories on hockey that matters. No offense to the uh, men's Olympic team. Uh, I do like, it's nice that they showed up. It's cool yeah. that they went there to play hockey, but it's just, they're not the best of the best. And that's what the Olympics. Is well, all about.
1: Yeah. But see, you're missing one key word about the Olympics. The Olympics is the best of the best of amateur athletes.
0: Is it supposed to be amateur athletes? Yeah. Oh.
1: Whereas if you're an NHL player.
0: They're the best of the best, yeah.
1: Of professional players. Yeah. No, I never
0: knew that it was all amateur. Yeah, I've never heard that before.
1: I was talking to my uncle about it the other day, and he was a Paralympian. He he went to Sydney and whatever. I remember you telling me about that. I think he went to England, like London and all that fun stuff so like when i was talking to him i was like well because he goes no i like that there's he was telling me he goes i like that there's no nhl players because it's the best amateur athletes like look at all the guys that are doing all these other sports like sure hockey there's a lot of money in hockey but the, the, with the exception of many uh, hockey and basketball everyone else is just like they're kind of paying for themselves to be there right yeah they're they're like sure like if you make the olympic team you probably get a free flight but like your coaches, your stuff, you're this, you're that. Like it's kind of all on you if you want to succeed on that. You got to get your own sponsors. You got to do this to like to compete at these levels for these other competition.
0: It's tricky. A lot of like what you see, I guess, like it makes sense what you're saying because a lot of the athletes that you see competing in the Olympics, they have a lot of support behind them. -hmm. You know, it's not just them competing, it's their team that they're representing that they're competing, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of cool in that sense. I never considered it from the amateur aspect, I just selfishly considered because I want to see Crosby and McDavid play. Yeah, and it's the only
1: kind of way you would, yeah. So it's
0: amazing, but yeah, in this way, like amateurs, I guess it's funny, it takes back to the thing where they should just let people who have no skill play there too, because it'd be just as fun to watch that. So
1: for a team that was kind of thrown together, like last minute tryouts and all that stuff, you know. I can't be upset with this. Cause like, you know, we, we, we went into the Olympics thinking we were going to be this team. We went with another, w- they went in another direction, you know, some it just proves that, you know, there's work to be done.
0: Yeah. It's a hard one to do. Like um, it's a hard one to make a team of amateurs that are yeah. going to be able to compete at the top level.
1: Yeah, and it's not just that, like, even like, our curling team, we lost the Swedes there too. Like, you know, it's 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 starting to see like the you know, Winter Olympics are not strictly Canada's games anymore. You know what I mean? No. Like and that we can't dominate that, if we don't have the best. That that is like a, a as someone that loves competition, I'm excited about. Yeah, because it's not like it's blowouts. Like I like competition. I like that there's a team that can beat someone. Like, you know, like a about balance, you can go anywhere. Like I'm a big fan of all this stuff. It's great yeah. storytelling, to be honest with you, and like I know none of it's scripted, but it is like it's one of those things that you kind of love with, with a sport is like there's like these unsung heroes that kind of rise to the occasion.
0: I find it funny with like some people, like everyone has their favorite style of hockey game. Example: when a team, your team, blows out the other team eight nothing, or your team just scrapes by with a win and a one nothing win like where the goalies are just standing on their heads or it's like a back and forth six, five game. Like everyone has their favorite style of game within the game. And I like me personally, I like it what you're saying too, about the competition where it's like two really fucking good teams, like a three, two win in overtime or in the shootout or like where it's like, damn those two, that was a matchup. Like those teams played each other as a, like I like watching a blowout too, where it's like, Holy fuck, we beat them nine nothing. But it's like there's no competition there. It's just yeah, exactly. It's more. The... It
1: gets boring after it, a does. While, it does. It does. I like hearing about a nine nothing win when Toronto's on the fucking losing end, and then I can just text <laughs> Paul and be like, "Ha hey. Pretty but much. But like, aside from that, like, <coughs> I don't, like those two one, those three twos. Yeah. You know, those
0: They're fucking... the best games. Yeah. And they feel the best when you when your team wins. You're like, fuck yeah! Like we did. Yeah. You know, like it's competition. Yeah, that's exactly. it's the exactly. same as true with fighting if you're watching a guy who just beats the piss out of someone you're like oh, okay well he beat the piss out of him but when it's two guys like banging on each like pounding on each, and you're like holy shit this is a fight that's way more entertaining than someone just getting beat up
1: exactly like i want exactly and i think that's what draws people into sports is the competition part of it if it was just like that's why i have a problem with the nba the NBA doesn't have a salary cap in the sense that, and so you create these super teams. Sure, yeah. like this year when the or the past year when the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA title, that's fucking sweet. They weren't a super team, but you still got these teams in LA or um, Golden State, which if you look at their team on paper, you should just be handing them the trophy already yeah like it's just like you know what i mean trying to
0: back in the day before the salary caps were on the nhl right
1: well yeah like when detroit went out and bought a stanley cup in 2002 yeah so but i'm happy with that because like what i do like about it sure like there is an argument to say that some nhl players are underpaid because of the salary cap but also they're paid a lot of money to play a game so boo fucking hoo.
0: yeah pretty much
1: um but like when you're when you can just be hanging out in your buddy's yacht and be like, wouldn't it be dope if we played together? We'd kill it. There's also something to be said about like what's great about sport. Like, I don't want to see fucking LeBron James scoring 120 points. Meanwhile, this other team that doesn't have as much money fucking struggle. Like there are arguments that prove me otherwise. I mean, Toronto yeah. recently won a title a couple years ago. I know um, what you're saying. But like it's those like Whenever you see a super team get together and you're just like, for fuck's sake, this like, unless it's a group of great musicians getting together to create a super band, I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, that's different for sure.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I stand on that.
0: Makes sense. I watched a documentary the other day about uh, the band. Yeah, like the band, their name is the band for the listeners out there who don't know fucking interesting about the way they tried to assemble it of having like no lead that the, the guitarist and the drummer and the singer and the bass player they were all equally talented artists and musicians and like i already like loved, what's that sorry
1: like the beatles
0: yeah i already loved them but it was it adds more depth to it when you see like the everybody being awesome and doing it together just because you said that with music it made me think of this documentary where you're just like fuck they're good like yeah. it's good music
1: yeah, well, I've been stuck on it
0: lately. It's some good yeah. songs. I use music to like help heal myself yeah. when I'm going through shit, and I'm just stuck on the band lately, yeah. listening to it. That's a why I think
1: the Traveling Wilburys are a dope ass band.
0: Fuck yeah! I've seen uh what good. is it two uh, two fifths of them live.
1: Yeah, but not the Traveling Wilburys. You know what I mean?
0: No, just Petty and Dylan. It would have been cool to see them live. Yeah, the whole. Well, I
1: want to change gears, and I want to pitch you on fucking watching Peacemaker. I want to see it.
0: I want to see it. You don't have to pitch. You, you pitch anyways, but I'll just tell you, yeah. I saw a couple little clips and I am like, I got to fucking watch that show. So I'm going to see it and I'm excited about okay, it. Okay, Because the
1: finale just came out and I watched yeah. it. And from start to finish, James Gunn, if you're listening, holy fuck, fucking well done, sir. Well done. One of the greatest finales I have ever seen. You get payoffs on fucking nothing jokes. Like, Like and then in the show he creates canon for the dceu that like did he get permission to just be like hey by the way batmite exists i don't know if we'll ever see batmite in the dceu but you know it exists because they mentioned it like it's canon (laughs) it's fucking amazing so from start to finish it's eight episodes i gotta tell you man start it tonight because i really want to talk to you about the, there's this really great joke in the fucking finale that I would love to talk to you about. Yeah. You just can't do it until you've seen it and then I can spoil it for everyone involved. Like this is honestly, this is just James Gunn having fun. It's John Cena having a great time. The dude improvises. You see him playing piano. There's great music throughout it. Like if you're a fan of 80s hair metal and let's be honest, all of us kind of are a little yeah, bit. You have to this be. is amazing. You'll watch a theme song to it. You'll never skip the theme to um, peacemaker because it's just a choreographed dance of everyone that's in the show and it's fantastic.
0: Nice, yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I won't disappoint you. I do recommend uh, you check watch out Suicide Squad.
1: Of- What's that? Sorry, I do recommend you check out Suicide Squad first.
0: Okay, is it like an absolute prerequisite or can I skip it? Well, they
1: they they it informs this. Okay, I'll try. So I do recommend Suicide Squad first. That's Suicide uh, Squad 2, right? Yeah, but it's called Suicide Squad.
0: Okay, fair enough. But
1: anyway, it's it's fantastic. Even that movie you'll get joy out of.
0: Okay, I'll give it a go.
1: So you go from there and then you start episode 1 and then however long it takes to get through the 8 episodes.
0: Makes sense. But, I'm going to start that train ride.
1: But, but please get to it cuz it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's something good. Something for good content to discuss.
1: Yes. And um I also want to discuss uh big announcement of Star Trek world. Star Trek four is happening. Yeah. That's interesting. Are you not a fan of the Chris Pine cast? No, they're okay. Okay. Your voice went way up. So you're a fucking liar. No, I like it's, it's okay.
0: Like it's not bad. It's oh, it's a, it's like, they're good movies ish. I watched the first two and got through half of the third one um they, like i liked the idea half of the it. third one yeah like it, it was pretty good you know like i just haven't gotten around to finishing it to be honest i will like i don't know at some point i guess maybe i in, uh, didn't realize you're a the star form.
1: trek hater
0: no 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 I, I like that you're i'm giving you this right now because you need to hear that not i'm not like unconditional love but it, it they were good. Like I liked Aspen. The first one I went to the theater and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. The second one I was like, okay, yeah, that's some interesting kind
1: of choppy. You don't like that the timeline the th- changes, so people kind of change. Like, that didn't
0: bother that didn't bother me much. Like I like the idea of a Kelvin timeline. It doesn't bother me in that sense. It just it would like it got to be clunky cinematic storytelling, and sometimes instead of the depth that I'm used to.
1: Okay. Cause it was action. I, I need, movies. I need an example.
0: Well, it was just like the whole con situation and like hiring or uh Cumberbatch as fucking mm-hmm. con. It just didn't, didn't do it. Like, I didn't think he was the right face for it. And there was just some of the storytelling within that. And then they went into like a whole bunch of weird ass, like, I don't know. It was like, they were good movies. It just, I just didn't understand all the storytelling within the movies. And it was just, I don't know. It was okay they were okay they're good movies, Granted, but it's I'm been a red
1: hot like... minute since i've seen wrath of khan yeah and i i bought paramount plus so i could watch it and guess what's not on it fucking any of the star trek stuff so i have a, I have a grievance with paramount plus right now like hey this is like your number one franchise you're not going to share with the rest of the class anyway. yeah that's
0: pretty stupid yeah um, no i just i don't like, know
1: like for me it's like a retelling in a whole new universe So you're telling me you're just upset that they went with elegance instead of fucking beautiful jungle fever for for they went from Carlo Montaban, who's great. I'm not going to take anything from him, but he got like the fucking mullet and like the I only wear a vest. T-shirts haven't been invented where I'm from. (laughs) Like, I don't know. No, it was just just like like I am a fucking brilliant Bond villain ask mastermind. And that upsets you.
0: No, it was just like, well, there was aspects of it. And it's like I said, I don't hate it. They were good movies. I liked them, but I wasn't like, I'm not like, holy fuck. They're the best movies. I like to me, I would way rather watch the TNG movies than I would those movies.
1: Really? You would rather yeah. watch Insurrection?
0: That's a good fucking movie.
1: Insurrection is not a good Insur- movie. Insurrection is a long episode. The best movie is First Contact, which is like not only qualifies as a dope Star Trek movie, but as a dope zombie movie as well.
0: Yeah, there's so many like things you can say about and then that movie that are great
1: genesis has its mo- sorry nemesis has its moments
0: yeah generations is the other one i
1: recently watched Generations. it's
0: pretty fucking good
1: it is i there's a scene i'm not sure if you've seen like the deleted scenes but they they had a scene where kirk lives
0: yeah i think i remember watching that and
1: like would you have preferred that
0: no let him have his end
1: Let us have his end because his end is tragically sad. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Like he's taken away his crew. I like. I would like. uh, It's not how Kirk should go. Kirk should go in a blaze of glory. He dies in a one-off accident of a rocky bridge. That's not how Kirk goes. Kirk survives that shit. You know what, though? Three seasons of original TNG, and then eighteen fucking movies. Otherwise. Of Kirk have, surviving that shit.
0: I have a really good thing to say to that, though, too. Like, in reality, is that not all heroes die on the sword.
1: No. Some
0: heroes last long enough to just fade away. And that's okay, too.
1: Yeah, I know. But Kirk's a, uh, Kirk is a character that demands respect.
0: Yeah, he is. And he
1: went out. If, if you were going to let him go, then you let him go at the helm of the Enterprise in a heat of battle with, like,
0: I like your passion behind it and what you've painted for how you think Kirk should go. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just simply saying that it didn't bother me.
1: You fell off a bridge, man.
0: It is what it is. You can have different opinions. You know, it's just the way it is. Like it was, you have to end. Not every character can have that moment. Some characters are just going to fade away and die. And that's life
1: see but this is fiction man we can fuck with fiction
0: we can fuck with fiction. this, is, they why, didn't this choose is why we to.
1: escape to fiction because real life yeah all heroes don't get to die on the sword <laughs> but we go to fiction so we can watch the heroes that we've had forever die way, in a blaze of glory the way that
0: i would have liked to see kirk go and i think this would set up the whole rest of canon for all of star trek to come is that he doesn't die but he gets assimilated by the borg and then from that point on the borg when they send a hail to the ship they're about to assimilate says we are the borg collective and resistance is futile i'd be
1: okay with that i kind of hate that so much
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, i'd be uh, okay if that's how he ended that would have been fine i, fun I, with I that. see it
1: no man he's at the helm of the enterprise he says a farewell to spock he gets spock make sure everyone gets out of here and he goes down with the fucking ship. How his father went in the beginning of the series for the new Star Trek. Yeah, the like a goddamn line. hero.
0: It's cute. I like it. I like that you want the hero to die. If he's got to die, it's something sadist about it, and I like it.
1: Yeah, but also, so needless to say, I'm excited about Star Trek Four happening. Yeah, because I'll give it. am not a heartless Star Trek fan.
0: I'll give it a watch at some point.
1: Yeah. Oh. You in this like nonchalant viewing of movies, like we are given the best era of movie watching ability. And you're just like, oh, when it comes to Netflix, oh, I'll watch it when it comes to TBS Superstation. and I'll watch it between commercials. Fuck off, Sean. This is an amazing <laughs> era to go see fucking Spider Man. You go see the Matrix. You can go see an origin story to Kingsman. All of these amazing stories are being told and shown on a big screen with buttery popcorn and delicious soda and water if you're fancy, but like you're missing out on this. And you're just like, you know what? I'm above it. I'd rather sit at home.
0: <laughs> I feel like my- you're the guy who was riding his horse and was like, why the fuck would I want to buy a car? This horse is beautiful and I love this horse and this horse eats. hay. I want to ride my horse. I don't care if there's cars now. I want to just ride horses.
1: I just like you have, you and I share this bond of pub culture with the excitement <laughs> of seeing these amazing feats of great storytelling, whether they're great or not, to be honest with you, you're so like, you know,
0: it's just the way of the world right now. Dude, fucking COVID's rampant. Albert I can't go to the theater. Fucking,
1: no, don't give me this shit. The Albert's last couple of like years, there's been Band-Aid no theater for a month now. You I'm not. I'm not going to put
0: my life at risk just to you, see you, a silly is, movie like, in a theater. I'm going to play
1: you the world's smallest violin right now <laughs> because, like, I can go to a movie and wear a mask and enjoy myself. Whereas, yeah. like, you're living in the town of just like, fuck Trudeau, and also mandates can eat an ass. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And you could take full advantage of it. And right now, I'm kind of leaning towards you. I really want to do what I want to do. Like, I'm, like yeah. Dip me in vaccine. I don't give a shit. But like, to quote my best
0: friend, "Honk, honk."
1: Yeah. But <laughs> so, like, I'm just dumbfounded with all. Like, you haven't even seen No Way Home, which boggles me. Yeah, I want to talk to you, you about it so bad. I, we are a pulp cultural kind of base. Yeah. podcast and i did watch the original in pope culture
0: yeah it's one of those things that like you got to pick and choose and i because there's so much and content you choose
1: none no 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 you i've been watching you. the good stuff i'm just two, not gonna go to the theater we'll be talking spider-man yeah and like the rest of the world's gonna be like yeah yeah we knew it was awesome when we <laughs> in theaters that's like, not true lose though. Who's listeners at this rate?
0: That's not true because not everyone went to the theater to see it. There's going to be a lot of people who see it when it gets on Netflix, so Dude, it'll be it relevant. Has to
1: broken them. records. It already beat Avatar.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't know. Never seen yeah, that either. Exactly.
1: You wouldn't. Yeah, you don't see shit. <laughs> this is like a know, serious like, fucking issue, Sean. Is I know, it like- and
0: it's funny. Theaters just don't do it for me like they do it for you. To be honest, like I don't need to go see it in the theater. Like, and I get like it's a fun experience. You get a soda, you get some popcorn. It's just,
1: but it's given the times, stuff. I don't, and not only do you get to see it in theater, you get to see it on this amazing screen where it was originally designed for you yeah. see it in 3D or you see it in AVX or you see it in all these crazy fucking ways. And then you get the experience, of the movie, like you're right fucking there. And then there you it's are fun. going i rather watch it on my 55 inch screen at home. Pretty much. Yeah. You, sir, are a grumpy Gus. You're gonna be <laughs> an angry old man, and when people throw their balls in their lawns, I guarantee you, you're keeping it. I can be a This is how I that starts, Sean. This is how that starts. It's
0: possible. Um, I do take joy from seeing, like, certain things, but it's been a while since I went to the theater, and like I said, COVID has oh. fucked the whole, that whole yeah. pattern up, and
1: We'll see. You may rant about Joe Rogan. I'm ranting about you. You are, That's fine. Uh, you're in the beginning stages of a curmudgeon, sir. This needs to be put to a stop before it gets too out of hand. You're going to become <laughs> the fucking Oscar the Grouch of this podcast. we are going to be like, welcome to Two Sides Story. That's Sean eyes. And you're like, mm-hmm. right now, I'm earning your Burt, bud. we got to fix this shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. I am cranky at times. I have been told this, <laughs> but I don't mind that. <laughs> Now, I get excited about this shit too, but like, I don't think Spider Man No Way Home is worth seeing in the theaters. To me personally, it's ludicrous. It's- Tom Holland is the third Spider Man. We've been disappointed by all the other Spider Mans over time. Tobey Maguire, Spider Man 3 sucked. The other amazing Spider Mans, the fucking guy cried through both movies the entire time. Fucking boring as shit. The first two Tom Hollands, You're a pretty good. Sadist. But I'm used to letting Spider Man let me down. So it's not worth spending money on to go see. You
1: have gotten so negative.
0: I just had to fuck with you. That was yeah, all made up. Just... I actually liked them all. I just had to say, like, to fuck with you.
1: This was so negative. I don't. You're I don't like, need a I'm gonna shower, shower die. after this podcast. Just to get <laughs> the fucking negativity away from me. That's Jesus funny. Christ! No, on.
0: I do want to see that Spider Man, but it's just like I said, it'll come out in Netflix eventually. Yeah.
1: Do I dare even bring up the fact that we got a cool new Doctor Strange trailer? Did you see it?
0: No so you know what that's a lie sorry i did see it with professor x i forgot about that
1: like doesn't that give you a bit of a fucking hard-on that we're doing this like they're putting in the the marvel illuminati and like i don't know what other surprises we're gonna have but the fact that marvel is kind of playing carte blanche with things because now they can have all the rights it's fucking exciting to me i
0: didn't even know what the marvel illuminati was to be
1: honest it is a group of the kind of like the elite so it uh, there's different versions of them of them but the most common one was professor x doctor strange tony stark namur the the submariner and reed richards interesting so like these five kind of like on some kind of timeline protect the multiverse right it's interesting there's so much content fuck yeah it's ridiculous
0: it can't keep up on it all i can't even i won't even try It's impossible to keep up on it all. I've
1: done it, and I'm doing it just fine.
0: (laughs) It's tricky. If I had more time on my hands, I would try to fucking do it. I I don't understand how you
1: don't. You and I work. I still do it. Yeah. Maybe invite Crystal to go see Spider-Man with you. (laughs) Maybe not be afraid of movie theaters. Maybe Maybe stop saying no to life, Sean, and say yes.
0: I can't wait to do so, and it looks like this COVID shit is about to end, and then I can get back to living life. But in the meantime, I've had to be more careful than the average person living with an 81-year-old lady. I can't just be willy-nilly with going to theaters all the time. I have to be careful. I've had to be careful through this whole fucking pandemic. Even if now we see, like, it's not as maybe as bad as what we thought it was. But it's definitely put, like, safety first and, you know, is what it is. If it's over and it's safe, like I said, I got vaccinated when I could. I did what I could. And I'm sick of not being able to do things because it does – it's harder – to go through life when you have nothing to look forward to. yeah. But things are starting to get better and, you know, life will take me where it takes me in that sense. I I love going out. I used to be the guy that was like, yes, yes, yes to everything. But as you get older and you get more responsibilities, you have no choice but to start saying no sometimes. If you want to be happy. Because you have obligations and responsibilities. I understand
1: obligations, but man. I don't know what to tell you yeah no i get it i make it work having the
0: freedom to do that kind of stuff can be fun for sure but sometimes it's it's hard to get everything done you know what i mean i don't have enough time also
1: the you have a big stance on like not doing things by yourself that too yeah not yeah, like a big no. stance
0: i just would feel awkward as fuck doing it by myself
1: i have no qualms at all with doing it by myself yeah which is makes you like a
0: brave guy in a sense because there's a lot of people there is people who do that there's other people who just wouldn't not that i wouldn't but i just don't have enough like i don't know what the right word is to want to do it you know like i'm not like fuck i gotta like there hasn't been too many movies out as of late that have gotten me that excited where i'm like there's movies i would li- have liked to have seen in the theaters and stuff like that but nothing where i'm like i can't not, not see this
1: yeah no there's like every single time there's a new marvel anything a new star wars anything have you been getting caught up on the mandalorian and the book of baba fett at all
0: I, I watched two more episodes of The Mandalorian, so I'm almost finished that series now, which is good.
1: Okay, because like I'm fucking love. I love the book of Bubba Fett and that ended too. Yeah, so. I've
0: heard only great things about it.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. I want to go back real quick to when we have the new Star Trek announcement. Do we recast Chekhov?
0: Oh, that's a tough one. See, to the thing is. He was a recast. You know what I mean? So, recasting the character again, you're not doing any disharm to the memory of the actor who passed away. Instead, you're carrying on the tradition and passing the torch to another actor. So, you can recast. You can also make it like, I think, I think you have to recast, to be honest. Yeah. Or you like say, oh, yeah, he got transferred to another ship and you go that direction, or like he's on vacation and you know, you tie it up in the first couple scenes and then you move on with it. But I don't like, I think him personally, the actor would have been okay with it had he I, known the
1: circumstance. I think, I think you got to go with recast too. I don't, because if you look at it logically, there's no way that the Starship Enterprise under Kirk's helm is getting rid of Chekhov. No. Like,
0: that's why I said, like, maybe he had to go back to Russia to deal with some family issues, or like, but why go that route when you can yeah. just recast? Like, him? that
1: wasn't like honestly my big complaint about the first two Star Trek movies. Yeah, is that there wasn't enough Scotty.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I loved the casting for those movies. Like, yeah. the casting for Scotty of the new Star Trek was fantastic, Simon and all, Like amazing. all the casting in general was great.
1: Yeah, and Simon Pegg is like a writer on the third Star Trek movie and all that, like. Like, he's doing this as a fan. Yeah, so, that's kind of cool. So, like, I get that. But where like I feel like recasting I, – I don't think recasting is as negative people sound. Like, I also feel that Chadwick Boseman should be recast as Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, but I only feel it for one reason. Like, not to, say, not to take away from his body of work and his talent. But here we have this amazing character where we got like a glimpse of. You know, he had uh, scenes in Infinity War. He comes back hard in Endgame. His home, his personal movie was amazing, and he yeah. begins in Civil War. You you get like three movies where he's kind of in it, and then one where it's fucking him. Was
0: the solo movie like wrapped up at the end, or was it kind of left like open ended?
1: Oh, it was ra- like wrapped up. Like he,
0: the story was told that was yeah. being told in that story. Okay,
1: yeah, like you, but like. There's no Chadwick, like, this Black Panther is dead kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So where I stand on this is it is unfortunate that he died. And I think that he is – and I'm trying to – I would love to get someone else's take because I feel like as a white person, I shouldn't have a say on this. But I do feel like where my stance is there are a bunch of young – uh, African American, Afri- uh, like black kids out there, that have a hero to look up to. And because of real life circumstance, he's no longer with us. Yeah, I don't see what's wrong with giving that honor to somebody else.
0: Yeah, I understand. So what these you're kids
1: saying. have someone else to look up to.
0: It would do more damage to just not write the character ever again because you're losing, like, a pasta, well, someone they're, to look up to.
1: They're making a Black Panther too.
0: Okay, so there's some kind of story that's but,
1: going to be told there. But uh, I think they've already gone on record saying they're not recasting him. And i will be interesting to see who becomes... I think his sister will probably become the new Black Panther or something like that. Yeah. That's where, like, all the speculation leads, which is fine. I'm all for that as well. But, you know, it's just far as... There's so much story to be told with T'Challa... Yeah, that it's a shame that we can't continue it because yeah, of for the sure. Hulk. And like, I would love like well, now that the entrance of the X Men in comic books to Chala, Mary Storm, and they become yeah. king and queen of Wakanda. Yeah, I've heard that before. And there's stuff like that, and I just don't see what the harm is of a recast. I guess like a maybe you get the Bozeman estate or like whatever family he has to be like, yeah, yeah or nay. And we go from there. Yeah. But, and I get that it's probably too soon. And I guess there's a taste thing.
0: Yeah. But, it's hard but, with these things. Cause I bet he, he himself would probably have been okay with it.
1: Yeah, probably. Whereas, you know? uh, but like, I'm trying to think of like the fans yeah. and I don't see what's wrong for a, a little kid to look up and see a hero that looks like him yeah like and then that, and that's the kind of direction of that marvel's going in now now we're you know we're seeing a shang chi like we're getting the first chinese superhero on screen like, that's fantastic we're getting yeah. all of these different cultures like the, the 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 wide variety of what the eternals was like uh, did you watch the eternals yet no no I am okay with there being a a, a deaf eternal, like yeah. hands, hand signs and all that stuff. It whatever. The fact of the matter is, can I spoil something for you? Yeah, of course. The eternals are created by the celestials. So I hope this doesn't come off as negative as it sounds, but it doesn't seem like a godlike creature is just gonna when they can just they made them and then they have spares. So it's not like hey we made this deaf one just for fun have at her like I, like it doesn't seem like they would make one with a handicap and then send her out yeah i think
0: like i know what you're saying for sure the the other side of that is like ah uh, fuck i'm not getting into it no I no, no but it, like
1: it seems like if you look at it like this if there's a problem with the toy you would make it an, like if you look at it as the story is told someone is creating these things in yeah. like a lab they are not like they're not
0: i'm okay like they're I sentient think, like, but
1: they're more machine than they are person. i get what
0: you're trying to say but like perfection how what is like viewed as perfection can be different yeah. in ways like you don't have to have um verbal communication in order to be no, the perfect.
1: exactly you know? and they all non-verbal
0: know. non-verbal communication the idea of yeah. having like an impotent uh, a being that is yeah. um, using nonverbal communication like because evolution you know all the different races of star trek makes me think of all these things right where i'm like v- being perfect doesn't mean communicating verbally yeah that's how i would see it
1: however with the stance i have is if i'm making something yeah and i find out that there's a flaw in that thing but it isn't a flaw i guess is the argument I guess that it would be a fair point. I guess yeah, like to them, like, like they all right. understand sign language and all that stuff, and yeah, and, but it it just seems like like it is a weird thing. I also have a, a a problem with like the character Sprite. Why didn't you make it so this one can grow up? Like it just it it, it, it to me it's shoddy workmanship, and like it's just you know what I mean. If you go. I had not be clear enough. I'm talking about it from a celestial creating something perspective.
0: Don't worry. I think you're okay. Cause I don't think that, um, the deaf
1: community that? is listening to our podcast. Wow. Thomas, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was bad. <laughs> I mean, say it. You were going to beat around the bush. no, <laughs> Was actually gonna
0: tell you about uh i don't know i can't make a bullshit yeah, on the floor you're
1: gonna fucking walk around a way of saying <laughs> i think you're fine the deaf community's not listening
0: <laughs> i was actually just going to pause and let you say it because i didn't want to say it <laughs> thank Listen, you but yeah I, just,
1: I don't mean any offense it just no to no me, to me like that's where it got weird for me and i don't yeah. know if it's like that in the comic books i've never read any of the eternals so maybe they just did it as it was in the books for sure i'm just saying as as far as characters go like if i'm a god and i went like you know what you can speak you can speak you can speak not you though but you can run really fast so deal with that um and you're never gonna grow so fucking suck at you and then like it's weird
0: to put limitations on godly figures
1: that's what. thank you that's what i'm trying to say yeah
0: I, I kind of was picking up what you're putting down. But I think that's the best way to put it into words. It's like, why are you creating these Eternals that are godlike creatures, but you're like inherently putting these things to hold them back?
1: Yes, thank in you. Ways. That is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. And I think like, I guess a, a way to speak to that from their perspective is like obviously in the world that we're living and they want to give good representation to every community possible. But in the reality of life is that if everyone was like perfect you wouldn't have like it would fucking be boring as shit so like being a god creating gods you want the variety like if i was making a perfect beings and like many of them i would differ them in as many ways as possible to perfection so that they could speak to whatever like in in many different avenues right Mm. and i think that if you look at it from that writing perspective where you're like you know, in, in ways it could be a limitation, but other ways it could be a huge advantage. You know what I mean? By not like nonverbal communication in ways and just other and, other things like that not growing because you can yeah. blend into, di- like you can be more in contact with like different uh, people, I guess, you know, you're... And,
1: and I guess it, like it's cool in the sense that you create sign language, whereas like here's the first person and we've already given them sign language. Yeah. So now you can come across someone who's also deaf and be like, this is how I communicate. And when I, what I
0: find extremely curious about like language in ways too is when I say something in English and I, I have a lot of friends who are not from Canada, they their English is not their first language. And they'll say like in my language and like there's ways of just saying things better in different languages, so me not knowing sign language personally, like I know a tiny bit from like school and like that's leftovers and stuff like that, but maybe there's that person can say things or describe things in a way that we can't using our words that makes it more colorful in a way to someone who understands it. Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does. It just it like, you know, when you're watching it and you're just like seeing again, when you're having gods creating God type things. Yeah. Yeah like how you put it putting limitations on that doesn't necessarily make sense like yeah like it's not like i'm bitching about daredevil and like are they going they put a blind guy in there what no. like that's just stupid like no that's not what i'm saying it's yeah the, it, it's, it's weird strictly, if you're
0: making godlike creatures and you're not making them have all the powers
1: yeah like if, if that like that's the stance i'm taking on that it's just it's just odd to me
0: yeah no, that right. makes perfect sense. I didn't I don't think it can be misconstrued in a negative way. I'm just saying like I get where you're coming from a hundred percent, and it's not to be taken in a bad way because yeah. you make a very valid point. Why would you put limitations on something that you're giving godlike powers to?
1: Mm-hmm. And also, when you have other versions that you can recycle because they essentially recycle them right Why not fix the other ones? Yeah. Like you, because again, like they're not people; they're essentially machines. But they're yeah. not machines. They're just—I don't know. I don't know what they are. They're Eternals. Fair enough. Let's just say it. I don't know. Like, like, watch the movie. Watch the movie. Get back to me, and then we'll see. Because, <laughs> because that, that's like the only thing that kind of bothered me about it, it was just—it just. I'm all for having a deaf person. I, I don't mind it. Like I love that's what I loved yeah, about Hawkeye. It's just the was, way that the Hawkeye story I was badass. Yeah. Because of this. And like w- it's w- the way w- the
0: story was told that didn't fully make sense of their reasoning behind it.
1: Yes. There's a way
0: of having any character to represent people, but to do it in that context or in that way doesn't necessarily make sense for what you saw. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying for sure.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. that. Now that I'm done offending the deaf community, um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got an email today, or uh, the other day, um, so I'm going to hit the music. Ooh, cue the music. Two sides to every email, two sides to everyone, two sides to every email, settle in, let's get it done. And it That's is exciting. from uh, Addison, who was heavily mentioned last week and bragged about, I bragged about his toy collection and stuff. Nice. Goes. Uh, hey, guys. Love the last episode. You guys are hilarious. Sean, I gotta I gotta say, I agree with Flappy J. Already, I'm happy about this email. <laughs> um, on this one, as long as you're being financially responsible, you have you have to be you have to feed your inner child. It's a different world now. Superhero movies aren't just for kids anymore, and it's the same thing for action figures. That being said, if you guys could have your own two sides of story action figure, what would they look like? Would you wear a Star Trek uniform? An Oilers jersey? Would one of the Tom accessories be a bowl of soup? Please share. Love the podcast. Uh, Love the podcast, guys. Keep it up. What a cool idea. That was fucking awesome. I actually now want Two Sides of the Story action figures. Uh, You want to go first?
0: Yeah, so I think obviously we would have to do the Two Sides of the Story hat as one of the accessories.
1: I like that you're pointing to your hat and not wearing the hat.
0: No, but I can still point <laughs> to a hat as an example. We both wear hats. You could wear it backwards. Mine could go forward. They could be interchangeable if you want to go front Sean or back Sean, depending. Yeah. Um. My, me personally, ooh, what would I be wearing? If I were a Sean Sides fucking action figure from this podcast, what would I be wearing? Holy fuck. That's a good question. I feel like we would both have to have capes because they're action figures. They are action figures.
1: Yeah, you have action figures of plenty of things that don't have capes.
0: Yeah, but I'd want a cape.
1: Okay, so you can have a cape. Don't roll me in with your little... You don't want part. a fucking
0: cape? No.
1: Capes are you wearing stupid. tights? Have you learned nothing from the Incredibles?
0: Are you wearing tights?
1: No. What's the I Incredibles? Mean, we're... We're...
0: So we're just us. us. We're so not just not superheroes. Us.
1: We're just... We're us. Oh, okay.
0: I was like putting a... a we're us as
1: figurines. On. Like the collectible Tom and Sean.
0: Well, then I would guess I would probably be wearing a two sides of the story hat I okay. would be wearing a t-shirt that has a pocket in the front because I find that very fucking handy having a pocket in my shirt seems to be the type of shirt I like to go for these days some sexy sexy jeans and some nice shoes I don't know like that's now that I'm not looking at it from a hero's perspective
1: yeah see like you gotta like I'll give you an example hold hold, hold your thought just give me one second I have a perfect example of what we're talking about
0: here sounds good um so we don't have dead air I'm just gonna keep talking um yeah action figures it would be fun to design our own action figures I don't know like when I think action figures I think like an embellished version of myself so I would want there to be like some cool things going with it maybe a treasure chest with some cool shit in it that you could pull out like a fake little comic book some fake coins stuff like that I'd want to have maybe to go with it but here we go Tommy's back
1: all right so, what I find is the perfect example. Here are my Jay and Silent Bob action figures. Notice yeah. how they wear their iconic stuff from the movies. And then, so, um, both have cigarettes in their hands. They did yeah. come with, like, extra hands that didn't have cigarettes. Um, and then, you know, various other things that you could do with them. Like, like you can change their heads and all that stuff. Right. The point I'm making is, A not wearing a fucking cape yeah b you can have an action figure of just some dude in clothes so like i think the question is like iconic outfit and then uh, subsequently the uh uh, what's the accessory of choice for said person right
0: i think i would have a hand that could be switched out with the live long and prosper sign
1: great fucking call
0: Okay, uh, an Oilers jersey could definitely be something because I do rock the Oilers jersey, which would be a fair thing to put on me. Given that I
1: rock the Star Trek uniform too,
0: I do, and it's a big part of the podcast too. So I think if we could have like interchangeable clothes, then I would go Oilers jersey and Star Trek uniform. Which am I more of? Oh fuck, that's a tough question. If I had to kill kill hockey Sean or kill Star Trek Sean, which Sean would I kill? Ooh, that's a tough question for another yeah. day.
1: Fair enough. Uh, and it's I like think, if
0: you had to kill Hockey Tom or Comic Book Lover Tom.
1: See, that's the thing. Those are the things that make me Tom.
0: Exactly. So which one would you want to have as your representation on shirt?
1: Sure Don't know. Um, It's a very hard choice. I do like the idea of having like interchangeable sweaters. Like, yeah. So... I do think if I'm going to go t-shirt that stays on forever, like as a base, the t-shirt would be any kind of band shirt. So like most of the times, like I'm rocking like a Beatles shirt, David Bowie shirt, uh, occasionally Prince or whatever. So like, just give me any kind of band shirt.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Um, I will be rocking the two sided story backwards. I think that uh, if you want to give me an extra accessory of like extra clothes to put on, you'd either give me a hoodie or um, a hockey jersey. Either way um, I'd be rocking jeans as well And then my shoes Would be as loud as possible So right now if I'm rocking shoes I got these pair of Nikes that are like Orange and purple and white They're really fucking loud And yeah. that is the tend of kind of shoe I tend to buy If it's fucking loud and obnoxious I tend to like lean towards it
0: I feel like I would do the same Because I would be wearing my NASA Nike shoes
1: Mm-hmm
0: those would be the ones that I'd be rocking because they're fucking sexy.
1: And then as far as like on the side accessory, I think that like you could like have one hand with a yo-yo or you can replace that hand with a bowl of soup. I think that'd be funny because it gets mentioned all the time. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think that's where I would go with that.
0: Nice. I'd probably have a smoke in one hand and the Star Trek sign in the other.
1: You fucking love your darts. Just I can't wait till you take me to the keg.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a nice dinner together for yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, for your birthday. <laughs> you my just, life. Like, all right. my life. Happy <laughs> birthday, Sean. Here's the check. Fuck
0: yeah, you. Pretty much. Well, you don't have to say fuck you at the end. You can say okay. I love you and do better next year. No, fuck you. God, like, you? Fuck Shame you. you into
1: not smoking. That's how we do it. <laughs> we talked about this last week. Fat shaming works and then shaming I disagree. You it smoking. doesn't work. <laughs> I was like, I don't
0: think you've ever been fat shamed.
1: Yes, 100% I've been fat shamed.
0: I don't know if you have.
1: Yes. Um, Based
0: I mean, on your opinion, I don't know. It depends on like joking, friendly fat shaming or like real fucking schoolyard fat shaming. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. I wish that
1: didn't happen to you. All right. Now that that lull's over. <laughs> oh, so, oh, I hope that answer was good enough for you, Addy. Um, yeah. Thanks for emailing in. That's a like, great
0: question. Fuck.
1: Yeah. You're, Addy, you're killing it as far as fans goes. Um yeah, I I think that's what we'd go with.
0: They'd be some pretty cool ass looking figures.
1: Yeah, I I was looking, I was watching first contact today, and then I started like perusing my phone for like action figures from when that movie came out. Fuck I would do you know what? Like, I don't have a lot of money, and I'm not really big on buying those like two three hundred dollar statuettes, though.
0: Yeah, that's expensive. But,
1: but if I could buy one, I think I would get. Picard in the first contact uniform. I think that'd be like just like the you know how like Jerry Seinfeld just has like the one statue of a, a, a Superman on the shelf in Seinfeld? Yeah. Like what would be your one?
0: Ooh, that's a really good question, Thomas. What would like be Cuz like Jerry one? Seinfeld
1: fucking loves Superman. Quotes him all the time, brings him up in conversation like he yeah. fucking loves Superman.
0: Ooh, that's a tough one. There's so many like i've looked at a lot of these figures before and i've seen some pretty cool ones i've never pulled the trigger on it because it's a commitment but if i had to have like just one like the kid in me says he-man like a sick-ass fucking dolph lundgren looking he-man holding a, a Dolph lundgren He-Man? Sword. i'm All just right. saying that to tease you <laughs> yeah. no i don't know it's a tough call like then there's like I don't know. Like every once in a while, I go to Wayne Sports Card in Edmonton. It's a pretty legit store. Anyone who wants to check that out, they have some pretty cool ass collectibles there. But they have like a lot of those statues in the display. Some of them are like fucking nine hundred dollars, and damn, they're cool. Like a Venom one, where you have like the fucking Venom shit, like coming, like it's artistically pleasing. That's what if I had to have one. That's the base. The character I pick could be Superman. It could be because Superman's one of my favorites. Wolverine's a big one where I would consider that. Obviously, He Man, like pay for mentioned, those would be like probably the top three.
1: Yeah, it's for yourself. Fair. Well, I know I mentioned Picard before, but if I'm gonna go like character, like I think I would go for like um either like a dope Batman or a Spider Man. Like for for years, those were like the two. Yeah. Like, like the iconic, like, I will, like, I think I quote things from both those characters all the time. Makes like, sense. Um, like, or if I'm, uh, but then, like, I think about, like, how dope would it be? Like, you just have, like, a uh, Picard with, like, the fucking phaser and just, like, don't let them touch you.
0: When you said, like, about the Picard, I imagine him in the vest with a fucking rifle phaser. Yeah. That would be the statue. He's so
1: badass in this fucking movie. I'll tell everyone that listens to this podcast, even if you are a non-Star Trek fan, which, from what I gather, is a lot of you, (laughs) even if you're a non-Star Trek fan, Star Trek First Contact is a dope movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Like, It qualifies as a zombie movie, as a time travel movie, as a fucking space movie. It is just time travel i said that okay sorry
0: all kinds of shit
1: yeah it's just like a a whole bunch of stuff wrapped into one that makes it like iconic and then the acting of just patrick stewart alone he's amazing he's jacked as fuck in this movie (laughs) yeah when he's climbing up the pipes and shit you're like jesus christ sir patrick you're looking felt buddy
0: you expect someone to start climbing up his pipes
1: yeah jesus christ and he looks amazing on it um for a relatively dataless film, like it's it's awesome. Like yeah. it's just awesome. I, you know, they do these iconic scenes, like especially at the end when they get the shot of the original cast like together, minus Will Wheaton because he fucking. <laughs> I'm kidding. Will Wheaton's amazing. Just Wesley Crusher wasn't my guy, but that's yeah. not Will Wool's fault. No. Um. But yeah, it, it's it's a movie that I will I I share it with fucking like if I'm dating anyone we're watching that at least once
0: yeah no it's a good one it's a definitely one of those movies like and I respect a good movie from any genre too you know what I mean like if you and it's like music too if you make something fucking awesome or beautiful or like how can you not appreciate it
1: well that's like and that's what makes like Wrath of Khan so iconic right the first, like, the original Star Trek movie is dog shit.
0: Yeah. Even us Trekkies think it's fucking dog it's shit. It's
1: dog shit. It's yeah. an hour, it's two and a half hours of just glory shots of the Enterprise, because they were just like, guess what we got a budget for? Look how dope this ship is, guys. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Like, and then they lost all the money on buying a dope-ass Enterprise that they made the villain a uh, fucking light. <laughs> Like Star Trek the Motion Picture, everyone avoid that at all costs. Yeah. Star Trek movies start at Wrath of Khan onward.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good movie
1: though. Wrath of Khan. Uh, yeah. The the leads me to my Paramount Plus. Like I saw, like I get a free week of Paramount Plus with my Apple TV, so I went like, cool. I want to watch all the Star Trek movies this week. And I got to it, and guess how many are on there? Fucking none of them, Sean. That's so stupid. And, like, so then I started thinking, like, okay, well, all the series are on either Netflix or on Crave, so maybe there's, like, a deal that's going on. Where are the fucking movies?
0: Yeah, they're not out there.
1: Yeah. Like, I like I either got to go buy the box set, yeah. which is uh, fine. I'm happy owning those movies. They're I have cheaper
0: bo- now, which is good. Yeah, I, I bought them the- when they were in the store, and they're fucking expensive. But- I,
1: I have the box set of the TNG movies. Yeah. Fucking, like, those are worth it. Like, like those are just, like, fun, like... If you're in the music, if you're in the mood for some TNG, and you don't want to watch the entire series, it's like throwing on a greatest hits album, for sure, hundred percent. I like that about that, and
0: like it was interesting. I love because obviously the original series filmed in the '60s, then you have these movies filmed into the '80s. Basically, if we're starting with Khan fuck it was like just a different shade of star trek at the time and they're good they're interesting stories and it takes you through all of the like highs and lows of a good movie in certain ways too a lot of those movies
1: but even then like some of them are great like the cons good search for search for spock is a little bit
0: i liked it it's good
1: i find it a little voyage home was fantastic voyage home is amazing um Which is the one where they go to the Klingon prison?
0: I'm guessing that would be four.
1: Yeah.
0: Star Trek four, maybe.
1: Voyage Homes, that's the one with the whales, right?
0: Yes, sir. That is the one with the whales.
1: Yeah. How can you not not like that? No, that, that one, that one was my favorite as a kid.
0: Yeah. Same. It was fucking awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of other fellow Trekkers, Trekkies that I know consider that one, their favorite over Wrath of Khan. Yeah.
1: So but like I haven't watched Wrath of Khan as an adult. Really? I don't think I've like I've seen it as an adult. Wow. And I've been trying to like correct this because again, like these are things I grew yeah. up on, but always like they're TNG iconic. Is, TNG has always been my brand of soup. So it's like it's hard to go back to the original when you know that this one's just so awesome.
0: Uncle John got me and Kieran the super, super cool fucking hallmark ornament for uh christmas present this year you call it a christmas present it was just a when john's in town at christmas time present because it wasn't on christmas but it is of kirk on one side and spock on the other side of the glass and there's a button you push and it's kirk and Spock. or it's spock's voice talking through that whole scene it's fucking
1: sick that's awesome yeah vintage you both got one of those each yeah So it's not like he got a Kirk and you got a Spock. No, John sought them out
0: so that like any this is the second time he's done that for us. The first one was of the transporter room. So you push the button and it's like the goes through the whole fucking transporter of the original series. Fucking sick. Sick ass fucking ornaments.
1: Do you remember when they had like the transporter room uh, toy set up?
0: I do remember this. Like are you talking TNG toys? Yeah. Yeah. I do remember this. And also coincidentally, like I want to say three years ago for no, sorry, it was two years ago, Christmas time, crystal bought me a shitload of autographed photos of the star Trek cast. And that transporter came brand new in box with the pictures as a throw in. So I actually have the transporter room set up, but what the fuck am I going to do with that? Like, and in a sense, now like it was a throw and Crystal was like, "You like keep it if you want to keep it, sell it if you want to sell it." Obviously, okay. and I have the action for some of the action figures to go with it, like the card. Okay, I want to talk
1: to you about this because I want—I've always wanted this. I, I, we will talk. I don't know what I have to trade or what I have to buy, but we <laughs> actually—I like. I'm I'm not even if we're kidding.
0: talking about the same thing.
1: Then I... show me off air, and because yeah, we'll like, do yeah, because like this is like. That was like the toy like I always wanted cuz I wanted to understand how you did it cuz like they made it seem like like don't the don't the toys go somewhere and disappear?
0: I haven't taken it out of the box cuz once I do it's a commitment to do something with it.
1: Um How much do you love your cousin? Just to...
0: <laughs> That's funny. Shipping that would be a bitch. It would be just as bad as the sword
1: that uh that shipping that i will take care of <laughs> we'll have some conversation. You'll, you'll, you'll have to drop it off at a undisclosed location
0: yeah but I, I mean will... if earlier you hadn't have berated me for being a grumpy old man who doesn't go to see certain movies i might have just been like you know what tom i'll send it your way but right now i'm like we'll see we'll see thomas
1: that's yeah, fine <laughs> only a fine. grumpy old man will hold a grudge like that <laughs> i'm um... keeping
0: this transporter forever <laughs> <laughs> I want to be buried with it.
1: (laughs) No, because that honestly, I remember like the commercial when I was a kid and then like just you can have the TNG like that. Like like, I just like while talking to you, I just had the flashback of it. I was just like, that would be awesome. Like I just would. I really like now that I've been kind of like kicking around the uh, like action figure stuff. Now that Star Trek's back in a big way, I really want to see a resurgence of, hey, guess what? TNG toys are back, or hey Voyager toys are back, or hey, this is back. Like Beast Wars hasn't been on air, or Beastie's or whatever it's called, hasn't been on air for eons, and it's back.
0: Yeah, and like pop culture has brought all this stuff back, like the Netflix, the streaming services, it's made all this shit popular again, right?
1: Yeah. So, like, I'm a kind of guy that, like, you know, I only buy the characters I care about. So, but it will be very hard not to collect the entire cast of TNG because that whole that whole cast is like amazing to me. Like it bums yeah, me iconic. out that all I have is that Riker out of the ones that I found at the store the, like uh, months ago. Yeah, but like the I, like don't be wrong. Like I will give you McCoy and Scotty for this. Like I don't know. Like I, I like
0: I have like this thing though. Like if I've gotten something for myself or from myself, yeah. I I don't think it's right for me to regift that to someone else. Because it was like,
1: I mean, you know, go fuck 100%, yourself, shot
0: 100%. Up. Yeah, I'm bringing it back to last week where you're like,
1: that's not right. You fucking, you this isn't, this isn't regifting. This is bartering. This is what we're uh, doing. This is different. It could
0: be, but I just like it feels cheap to me, you know, like I'm not really thinking of that person. And like, even though I know they'd love it because it's vintage and classic, I mean, it just wouldn't be right, you know, I don't know. We'll have to talk. We'll have to well, think about it.
1: Well, I have tasted my own medicine and it is bitter, Sean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I never thought it would come back this quickly as the fucking funny part. Literally
1: the week after.
0: I'm the cool guy with the cool shit sometimes. And it's like oh, well, I, if I have something I next know is perfect time, leave for with someone,
1: the fact that you have the TNG transporter.
0: Yeah, how funny is that? Hey,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll like, send Barbie you some wa- pictures.
1: me wants to go to Collins to see if I can find these things, but like at the same time, like I'm a man of like means. Like, I'm like, someone's like, I want eight hundred dollars. Go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> that's painful yeah
1: yeah the but if shit I, people
0: charge for shit is painful. like
1: because I, I also feel like toys should be played with yeah i agree and i'm not gonna lie to you like i kind of like i like to do what addy does like i take my toys and reset them up somewhere else or i think like, it's cool I i've been recently thinking set about up, doing it yeah i recently set up like a drug deal between jay and and bob and fucking yoda the other day nice like i
0: posted some of the uh lego displays that i've made with on our tiktok of just like superman with the superman silver coin uh wolverine with the wolverine silver coin like it's just cool to like have things that go with things and play with it in a sense where you're like setting them up next to it it's kind of cool
1: yeah exactly so Lego
0: guys you can like move their arms so you can have them next to like their coin and like "Ah," it's kind of fun to do (laughs) for the purpose of pictures
1: yeah no i I get that well yeah, if we can oh, talk gosh. off air about getting me that TNG thing. Collecting shit is fun. It is, and it's a fucking hassle. Yeah. Uh, especially like now that like like I I've, I've put the kibosh. I'm buying anything right now because I think I'm moving. Smart. So, like like there's nothing. Like my buddy, my I was talking to my cousin. i was like, you should get yourself an iron skillet for steaks at home. And I went like, I'm not spending any money on things until I know where I'm going to live in the next yeah. few months so and
0: that's challenging like you're going to get your roots in one of these days you're going to have a sick fucking tom spot and it's going to be sweet
1: so that's kind of where i'm at right now and then i'm going to figure it out from there sweet man yeah so i think that wraps it up this week um if you have any tng action figures please shoot us an email at the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com that's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com Any questions, anything you'd like to get us to banter about? Uh, Sean and I seem to be butting heads the last few weeks. So (laughs) that's always cool. Uh, I'd like to
0: expand on that a little bit. Not just TNG action figures. What's your favorite action figure out there, fans? Take a picture of it. Send it to us. It'd be cool to see, like, different – because we like the things we like. But if there's someone out there who has like something else that like Battlestar Galacta, I don't know fucking shit about it. Is there yeah. an action figure from that that you have or a doll, an action figure, yeah. whatever you what got. What do you
1: hold dear? Like show yeah. us, show us your fucking, show us your cool shit.
0: What's your Holy grail. Yeah. We, not only will we talk about it on the podcast, but we'll share a picture of it on our Instagram the following week
1: as well. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll spread the love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides. This has been one side of the story. And I'm
0: Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Live long.
1: before be- sorry, before uh, sorry, to cut you off. Um, the Doreen uh, f- GoFundMe is that still up and running?
0: It is, but you can take down the link off the page now. Okay, well,
1: we're gonna keep up the link for uh, one more week, uh, listeners. If you want to help out uh, in any way, shape, or form, send a great woman. Uh, off to the next plane of existence in a great way. We'll keep that link up one more week on our Instagram. I just want to make sure that we plug that much um, obliged. Yeah. Doreen Good. Mother, Sean, and wonderful aunt to me, and uh, just a great woman that deserves to go our uh the great way. So just want to plug that right before we go. Oh so okay. Now you can go live long now. I long.
0: can do my live long and prosper. Live yeah. long and prosper, everybody.
1: All right, have a good week.
0: Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story. On TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the Story Pod at gmail.com.